Bam, we're live. Should I start the show with just something absolutely batshit crazy? Hey, Evgeny, how are you, brother? Hey, guys. Is everything fine now? What about you? Oh, great. Everything's great. Everything is great. Oh, I'm Every- happy. Happy Every- that you have a great day. Yeah. Live from Odessa, Yevgeny. Yevgeny, will you spell your name for me? Yevgeny, it's great. You have a great pronunciation. Yevgeny, will you spell it for me? Yevgeny, yes. Will you spell it? Y E. Ah, oh, by letters, yes. Yes, sir. Y E V H E M. I, I. Oh, Yevhen, Yevhenny. Yevhenny, yes. Yevhenny, I've been saying Yevgeny. Darn it, darn it. Uh, no, it, it, it's true. By Ukrainian, it sounds like Yevgeny. Yes. Yevgeny. It's, uh, like, like, G. We have, we have a sound like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not me. Oh, good find, good find, Taylor. But but name is the same. Oh, you are in Odessa on the twenty-first floor of a luxury skyrise. Yep. By the way, for the last three days, our air defense uh, has been attacking enemy drones uh, over Odessa. Yes. And the last one was shut down an hour ago. So it was uh, like, uh, uh, how it called, the uh, celebrating uh, this uh, uh, success, fire, fire, celebrating fire. Hey, have you seen any of the drones? Uh, No. Uh, My windows is on that side that uh, I, I don't tell you yet. But I don't see uh, nothing from the sea. Uh, it's mostly from the warships on the uh, our sea. How about when you go out? Have you seen any when you walk around the town of the city of Odessa, Ukraine? Do you see any signs of military force? Uh, no. You know we live in a big city now, and uh, there is a very good defense. We have military defense and the civilian defense. And of course, the air defense that protects us from all the rockets, all the drones. So all the stuff that uh, they are dropped on us, uh, it's mostly on the region. So over the city, not not in Odessa. Hopefully, this- and yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, th- I thought you were done. Sorry. This attack started on the Ukraine from Russia on February twenty second, two thousand twenty two. Is that correct? Twenty four. February 24. 24, okay. Mm-hmm. And so we are approaching, we're four days away from a month where yeah. Yevgeny has been living in a country called Ukraine that's getting attacked by its neighboring country, Russia. Yeah, we have a very good neighbor. I'm special for this uh, show, yes. I'm today... Uh, teach the history of Ukraine uh, once again from the school times, yes. And I was uh, made a point on the uh, Russian-Ukraine relationships for this, yes. 
because uh, maybe you heard, you know, Ramzan Kadyrov. It, it's one of the Putin's friends. He is the president of Chechnya, if you know Chechnya, yeah. So uh, I don't think Chechnyans are allowed in the United States. By the way, is that true? Uh, well, what? I don't think Chechnyans are allowed in the United States. I, th I think that they're under. I think that that's considered a region full of terrorists. I think I don't know. Maybe I'm just making that shit up. Yeah, it's like a region in Russia. You've told me that. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, it's like a region in Russia, yes. And there was a news that Ramzan Kadyrov has had arrived in Ukraine, and uh, he with his uh, TikTok soldiers, the soldiers of Chechnya, very like to film the videos, yes, and they show. Uh, how he, they're good for the people, yes, they come to the uh, house and uh, ask if anyone wants something, yes, and anyone needs something, they film it, yes, and then uh, with good music, uh, Chechnya's music, yes, they show it for their people. But, okay, and uh, uh, information about uh, Ramzan's uh, in Kyiv, was quickly refuted, but Kadiro made an interesting statement. He called for a hunt for the head of Stepan Bandera. Remember Bandera from our uh, conversation, last conversation, yeah? Uh, uh, and he named he, he like the main enemy of Russia. And uh, to understand the real force of his statement, at the beginning of the war, yes, uh, Ramzan also said that Zelensky must surrender by the February 34, 31st, yes. So February uh, had 28 days, but Ramzan wants uh, Zelensky to surrender uh, to the 31st of February, yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, here I think it's worth figuring out uh, why Bandera's dead is so dead Bandera, yes, it's so scary for Putin friends, yeah. Uh, we already talking with you about uh, the fact that one of the columns of Russian propaganda is the claim that uh, neo-Nazis, yes, is ruled by Ukraine. Yevgeny, uh, sorry, before we get too much more ahead, hold that thought. I want to sum up what you just said to us, okay? Oh, okay, okay. Okay, just to make sure everyone's listening and, and that I heard you right. Um, so there is a there is a leader called Ramzan from Chechnya. Caleb showed us this guy. There's rumors that he is in Ukraine, and when you hear those rumors that he's in Ukraine, you assume he's there with his military might. The way they're presenting it to the world on social media is that these soldiers who are working under Ramzan, these Chechnyan soldiers, are actually helping their Ukrainian people, going door to door, asking them what they want um, as part of their propaganda, and that there is another man that we've talked about before. His name is Pandero. He's being depicted in the U.S. propaganda as a part of a um, Nazi Ukrainian like paramilitary group that's actually fighting the war. And supposedly that's why Putin, one of the reasons Putin has come into Ukraine is to stop this guy. Uh, meanwhile, another thread that you started is Ramzan originally told Zelensky he must surrender by February 31st. 
Am I yep. correct on Sunday stories? Okay, okay. And and if you, if you guys don't know who Pandero, if you don't know who Pandero is, those of you listening, the only play, reason why I know who he is is Yevgeny has talked about him, and he's mentioned in Oliver Stone's documentary, which you can only find on Rumble, um, and 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 maybe iTunes, but they pulled it off of YouTube. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh... Oh, sorry. One more thing. In this documentary, they say that Pandero's group of militants used to be part of the Ukrainian army, but that he was kicked out in 2014 because because of his Nazi ties. And but but the group didn't um, break up. They stayed together, but not under the Ukrainian government rule. So that's another thing that we have a story we have in the United States. So firstly, the main statement that Bandera, Stepan Bandera, was killed in 1956 yeah oh he's so dead 1959 he, he, yes he's okay. dead but ramzan okay. uh, says that he gave 250 i don't remember rubes or bucks yes for his head yeah so that was the meme of the last week when the ramzan uh tell yeah, yeah yeah you can you can see this oh and it's bandera that's funny in the documentary i think they spell it with a p ben, bandera yes okay Okay. Okay. Sorry to okay. interrupt. Go uh, on. Okay. Uh, we start of the uh, neo-Nazis that rule in my country. Yes. So, uh, despite uh, we have the fact that Verkhovna Rada of Ukraine is our government, they passed the law condemning the National Socialist regime. Yes. And I have seen many comments uh, after our conversations. Yes, uh, from people who are worried of Ukrainians because of we are. Nazi or something like that. Yes. Uh, and that's what the they're main... telling. There is that you have to know there is that because that's the 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 group in our country that was right about the pandemic is is the one who is reminding us that there are Nazis. And the group that's pro Ukrainian is the one that put the masks on the kids and was wrong about the virus. Do you know what I mean? So we have this, the, mm-hmm. I'm just tra- sort of explaining to you the teams. And so it's, it's bizarre. It's a very, it's the, the team that's saying that uh, in the United States, that's saying support Ukraine, they're supposed to be the peace loving ones. And the ones mm-hmm. who are against going to Ukraine are supposed to be the warmongers. And so there's the narrative in the U S is really fucking weird. It's, it's, it's all twisted up, but go on. This is really helpful. What you're saying, sharing with us. Yeah. Uh, but the main thing I would like to say in this regard is to distinguish between the concept of nationalism, yes, and in fact, Nazism, yeah. Yes, yes, because yes, great, great, please, it's, please do. It's uh, very easy to forget what the, is the misconception, yes? Yes. I speci- especially when to Wikipedia, yes, it's a good idea. Maybe some of Russians will watch this podcast they do not have such a function in, in that country now, like a Wikipedia, as the function of speaking in our language, other language, yes, from only Russian they would like to speak. But YouTube is still there, so I, I continue. Uh, so uh, the Wikipedia says that Nazism is based on the thesis of the value of the nation and its supremacy in the process of state formation. Yes. So, uh, and one of the biggest uh, part of uh, Nazism, yes, it's uh, the G- Germany in uh, Second World World War. 
and they uh, tell about in the Wikipedia. Okay, nationalism promotes the interest of nations, especially in order to gain and maintain the sovereignty, so self-government, yes, nothing, nothing bad, of the nation over their homeland. Nationalism argues that every nation must govern itself free from external interference, self-determination, yes, and that the nation is the natural and ideal basis for politics and that the nation is the only legitimate source of the political power. And now, if you will, a little history. I, nationalism uh, doesn't sound bad to me. It's funny. They talk about in the United States, they, yeah. they conflate the two all the time. They say that nationalism is bad because Nazis were nationalists. But the big problem we have in my country is, is that we don't we need more nationalism. Nationalism uh, is an idea and movement that holds the na holds that the nation should be. This is what he just read. OK. Should be congruent with the state. A move as a movement, nationalism tends to promote the interests of a particular nation as a group of people, especially with the aim of gaining and maintaining the nation's sovereignty. Yeah, this sounds good, right? Yeah. Uh, why is nazism, uh, nazism is bad? Because uh, it's it staying near with fascism. Yes. Uh, but uh, I found found some. Well, also maybe this too. It may be this too. Nationalism in the United States might be good because we ex we accept everyone here. We are the largest melting pot of, of uh, no, no matter what the news tells you. We are a fucking melting pot. We are mm -hmm. like everyone. We get along really, really well. Don't get confused by that shit you see on the news. Like, eh, like every time I go out, I like this. Just now, I was shaking hands with a, 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 a Filipino woman, you know. And, and every less than ten minutes ago, the tennis court. Like, and I've seen, you know, two. I see more different people that than myself than I've seen people who look like me today. And that's how it is for a, most Americans, if not. A, all but nationalism maybe in germany in 1942 is bad because it's like fuck those armenians we're getting them you know what i mean they might conflate it with the way you look mm -hmm. okay uh, but this is not the nationalists uh, already this is the fascism uh, when okay. uh, th there is uh, you can google also uh, 14 uh, signs of fascism yes okay Fascism is a system of government led by a dictator who typically rules by forcefully and often violently suppressing opposition, criticism, controlling all industry and commerce and promoting nationalism and authorities. Oh, shit. That's what we have in the United States right now. That's who's in power in the United States. Holy shit. Yeah. And uh, that's if you Joe want Biden. To that's fucking crazy. Find something interesting. Uh, Google the 14 definite uh, characteristic of fascism. Uh, this is, was made by a guy who named Umberto Eco, yes, and 1995. He analyzing the uh, events of uh, World War II, yes, and he write a, a say. Well, this thing's wrong. Powerful and continuing nationalism. I don't think that that is a part of fascism. I mean, may maybe it is, but we don't have that. We had all that other shit, but we don't have that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Like, like the, the people, the people who are the fascists in the United States, they don't love this country. Mm -hmm. But they, but they promote, but they promote racism and they believe in censorship and dictatorship. Wow. And they think that the other side, the other party, the Republicans are the fascists because they are nationalists. They believe in their country. Wow, this is fascinating. You're, do I owe you money for this, this education you're giving me? 
<laughs> can, I, can I Venmo you? I, I was just interested in why uh, some part of the people of the world uh, think that we are Nazi, yes? And I want to uh, see these questions and looking for truth. So uh, now I want to tell about the history of Ukraine and Russia uh, okay. relationships. It was start uh, when Russia uh, R- Russia starts to position itself as an heir to the culture of Kiev and Rus. So before uh, Russia and Ukraine and all the country on the uh, south of Europe, Europe was uh, formed, yes, there was Kiev and Rus. It was formed in uh, 8882 yes around kiev and kiev in that time was already been uh, 400 years uh, by then yes so and so same, in 1882 it was named kiev but it's been around since 1482 no no no, no. kiev was early before but in okay. 1882 all the clans and uh, nations who was around the kiev they formed the kiev and rus Okay. Yeah. What's the word he's saying, like, Caleb? The Kiev Rus? What's the Rus? Kiev Rus. K-I-E-V-A-N-R-U-S. Oh, Ru- oh ooh, I'm starting to see the word Russia there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's before Russia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and at the same time, the first mention of Moscow, yes, you can find it uh, in uh, 1170, sorry, 1147, sorry. Okay. But at the same time, our history is now being appropriated in Russian schools. And uh, I drop you some interesting photo. Putin himself has repeatedly said in his speeches that Ukraine is a gift from Russian rulers. And you can show the map I sent you. And there was a part of Ukraine, yes, and the name of uh, Russian uh, rulers who have a gift for Ukraine, yes. This is how how he think about it. I um I'm I'm having trouble following you. He's saying that that uh, the uh, Ukraine is not a country. Yes, it formed uh, in the Soviet Union when Lenin and Lenin uh, Russian Tsars. Yes, you see this part of North Ukraine. Yeah, and Stalin and all these guys just uh, give a gift for Ukraine, and it formed like a country. So, but what what was the gift? It was land. Yes, land, land. And it's like who the Louisiana Purchase. To? Who is the gift to? From uh, Lenin to who? Uh, from uh, Lenin's, from Russian Tsars, yes, from Stalin. When uh, uh, who Soviet received Union. the gift? Who is the gift to the Ukrainian people? Oh, in in uh, different part of times, yes, you can see the years. There there was uh, some some government in Ukraine that uh, Russia put to control this land, this territory, yes, and okay. and it was like this. But uh, I, I tell you before that uh, Kiev was before and before Moscow and and so. Uh, okay. In, yes. Uh, now I want you to tell about the uh, bad things that Russia uh, do with Ukraine since all the history. And I want to start with the disruption of the Zaporizhian siege. We uh, talked about the Zaporizhian Cossacks. Remember this guy was uh, on the horse with uh, weapon, yes? 
and they have their own uh, like a country yes and they want to have ukraine independent but in uh, 1775 russian empress uh, katerina ii ordered to destroy the parisian siege uh, that was the administrative and military center of the parisian cossacks it was located in the south of ukraine the siege had signs of statehood, constitution, and diplomatic relationship with the Russian Empire. But uh, every time when it became too independent, yes, it became a treat for Russia. A treat? A treat, yes. Um, meaning, meaning anytime the Ukraine tr- showed too much independence, the Russians would come s- stomp around in there. Yes, can, stop, can come, stop, and kill all the men and uh, destroy all this. So this is—that's is, what's happening again. But not not such simple, yes, okay, okay. as in that time. Uh, we have the situation when in 1976, Tsar Alexander II issued the Ems Decree. What de- what year was that? Ems Decree. What it year? Is, uh, 1976. Eighty, okay. eighty, seventy-six. Uh, Eighteen. Sorry. Okay, 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 okay. 80, Good. Yes. Much better. Much better. I'll buy that. Okay. Yeah, it's better. So it, it uh, forbade printing and improving books in Ukraine and from abroad. Yes, they want to uh, delay Ukrainian culture. It forbade Ukrainian translations, theatrical performances, recitations, and lyrics. It made every display of Ukrainian culture illegal in the Russian Empire. Wow, okay. Yeah. Then, Russification in Ukraine. And this is the long period of time from the 18th centuries uh, to the the now, (laughs) maybe. Uh, Russian Empire has been eradicating all manifestations of Ukrainians. Teaching, science, and religion services in Ukraine were banned. This is uh, 300 years, more than 300 years. Ukrainian schools uh, had to switch to Russian as the language of education. And, hey, did uh, this happen in all of in, in all of its territories? Did this happen in Georgia and Armenia? Did they do that everywhere? Uh, there was uh, so- something else, yeah? not not like in Ukrainian, but there was uh, other uh, points. Yes, that. Uh, they push on the nations, yes. Because the food that Armenians cook, who are um, uh, uh, Western Armenians, is really good. The food that Eastern Armenians cook, the ones that used to live in the USSR, are the worst food ever. The Russians must have the worst food ever. They must be the worst cooks on the planet. Did the Ukrainians uh, get We so, have so, a, good, a good cooks, yes. You of, have good cooks, all right. And there is one more thing. We have the English have really washing. fucked up food, too. The English have horrible food, too, by the way. The English and the Russians, they're, they're fucked up. Russia uh, take our borscht. Maybe you know it's like a soup. It's uh-huh. red soup with uh, cabbage and uh, meat and, and other, yes? And yes, they that call, sounds good. That sounds good. They call borscht uh, Russian borscht, not Ukrainian. But this is uh, uh, such Ukrainian food. 
So, okay, I, I want to uh, say about uh, other countries. You know what? Uh, just because other countries don't have the same history with Russia, yes? So we start from the Kiev and Rus, we start Ukraine. And Russia say that uh, uh, they also start from Kiev and Rus, and they want to uh, say about no Kiev. It was just for Russia all, all this time. Over... Uh, all our uh, government for that, that time, yes, that we have, it's the Knyaz, uh, they call Knyaz, it's like the king uh, in Ukraine, yes. And we have uh, Vladimir Veliki, Yaroslav, Mud, uh, Yaroslav the Wise, Vladimir the Big, yes. And this is the guys who uh, start all the, all the culture in Ukraine that uh, uh, start to talk with uh, Byzantine Imperial. Yes, they uh, begin the uh, Christians, yes, for for Ukraine and all this stuff. But Russia tell that this is not the Kiev kings, but these guys who uh, was before Russia and for Russia. I'm with you. Yep. Uh, we go much, much away from the... Uh, early years, yes, and uh, talk about the repressions, the Stalin repressions. Uh, that was when in the uh, 20th century, yes, Ukrainian artists, writers, and poets were persecuted not only for their political views, but also for their national identity. Yeah, so that's what's in happening in the United States right now. That's what's happening in the United States. People are being persecuted for their art, their creativity, for their views. They're being persecuted by our government. It's crazy. I can't even believe I'm alive watching it happen. And now in the uh, close Russia, it's happening too. All the wise men is uh, go away from Russia. Uh, All the what men? All the wise men? Wise men, yes. All the brains go away. Yeah, isn't so, it weird? The Russian population is in a 10-year decline. People are leaving. What? Yeah, people are leaving, but they have some responsibility, I think, or something like that. So, in the 1920s... Maybe a 20-year decline. Holy shit. That's not good. A country will not survive in decline. It will not survive. And if you're looking for the uh, years of this uh, population, yes, there is more more than a half of uh, old people. So uh, all the young young population is uh, go away. Yeah, yeah. How's Ukraine's population? What's that doing, Caleb? Is it on decline too? Sorry, sorry, Evgeny. I didn't mean to do that. In, in, uh, in the last uh, month, I think yes, <laughs> <laughs> four four million of people go away. Hey, I think it's the largest migration of human beings. Yeah, it's like this in Armenia too. I think what's happening right now in Ukraine might be the largest migrations of human beings since like World War II. I don't think the, the planet's seen anything quite like this in a long time. No, no, even before World War II. Yeah, maybe, maybe even more than World War II, this migration of people I think I saw. But there is uh, hope that uh, 
uh, they come back maybe afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May, yeah. Maybe. maybe we don't maybe. know yeah. when yeah. when it ends and what happening after that. So maybe you heard about the Holodomor. It's when it's 1932 and 33. Stalin carried out the deliberate extermination of Ukrainian persons. Historical documents have confirmed this fact. The Holodomor caused not by economic bias, but by political reasons, took the lives of four and a half million of Ukrainians. So God, that that's was, crazy. Yeah, that was the shit that happened off my land. And when we, we firstly talk about the bombs on the Baben Yar, yes, I remember in Kiev. And that was the place where the largest uh, grave with the people in Kiev uh was so th that was uh, it's crazy it's crazy it's been we're we're 90 years we're only 90 years away from when stalin killed four million yeah, fucking just, ukrainians just, uh, it's nuts realize it was artificial so guys just come into your house with the uh sword sticks, yeah sticks, uh, and they uh uh, grind you up? No, not grind you up, but they uh, looking on your territory, yes, and try to find something underground with the sticks. So if you, oh. uh, uh, yes, if you put on the ground some food to to eat something, yes, they find they uh, uh, pull it out. Not, yes, pull it out, and uh, you. Uh, stay with nothing. Yeah. Wow, man. Hey, so when all this, they, they all had to be killing people by hand, Ukraine. too. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. All this stuff uh, happened in Ukraine territory. And uh, if we look on this fact, yes, and on the history in general, it's not this strange that we have uh, such people like Stepan Bandera, yes, who want to... Uh, forget about the Russia and uh, live their own life in their own country. This guy is saying that there's very few witnesses left of that genocide that happened in the Ukraine. <sighs> it's hard to tell about that. Yeah. So hey, did you have relatives? Did, is, do you have relatives who died in that? Uh, yes, I, I have uh, my girlfriend uh, have a grandmother. Yes, uh, that uh, live in this uh, in this time. She live in the period of uh, First World War, Second World War, and uh, Holodomor too. So uh, she has a bunch of uh, crazy stories when uh, the neighborhood uh, the, uh, neighborhood uh, eat their own kids. Oh, jeez. So in that time, uh, Ukrainian farmers' family have uh, a lot of uh, kids, yes, and uh, you must protect him from uh, other people who can can uh, come to you and uh, want to steal your, your kids and eat it. So it was the scary period of time. So the people was you can watch the photos. People was exhausted and looking like a zombie and just dying on the streets and no food they just cooking some some grace and and the uh, 
what they can find. So all all this happened. All this happened before uh, because of Soviet uh, government, yes. Right. And uh, Stepan Bandera was the Ukrainian political, one of the ideologists and terrorists of Ukrainian nationalist movement of the 20th century. By the way, he has a st statutory status of a fighter for the independence of Ukraine in 20th century. And he was one of the initiators of the act of restoration of the Ukrainian state in 1944. Yes. And uh, th that's why there is a talk about Bandera like a Nazi, because a uh, little period of time he worked with the Hitler's fascists, yes, because of uh, his own interest, yes. There was some uh, interesting situations, but that uh, ends by the Bandera just go from from uh, from from fascist. Yes. So uh, Bandera was placed under house arrest on July 5, 1941, and of September 15, 1941, he was placed in the central Berlin prison. Uh, from the beginning of uh, 1942 to August 1944, he was in concentration camp. And Soviet government, uh, KGB, yes, uh, go to assassinate Bandera in Munich. So it's, it's the story. And after that, on this week, uh, Ramzan says that he wants to find Bandera. So our our guys uh, joking. To... Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Sorry. Sorry. Yes, so yes. this guy, Bandera, was in a concentration camp. Yes. By by. And two years. this guy Kamzan is saying that he wants to find this guy. When he says he wants to find this guy, he wants to find his dead body or his living body. The joke is in that that he thinks that Bandera is live and uh, walk in the streets of Ukraine and try to create a Nazi party and Nazi yes. And, yes and and he's and he's and you're saying and does that guy really believe that that Bandera is still alive? You know, in Russian propaganda TV, uh, the world Bandera is uh, uh, most pronunciation than in Ukrainian ever. So every time they uh, enter the uh, the TV, yes, they start to talking about the Bandera, the Nazism, and the other things in Ukraine. It's like the propaganda works. The right. why I Ramzan is forget about some facts from the life of Bandera. And, and what you're saying is, is if he was a Nazi, what was he doing as a prisoner in the concentration camp? Uh, I don't know. Right? It doesn't make any sense. If if Pandera was a Nazi, why was he in a concentration camp? He should have been working at a concentration camp, not a uh, 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 prisoner. Not a prisoner. Thank you, Caleb. Correct. He was in the prison, firstly, yes, and then uh, they come him to the uh, concentration camp. Yeah. After that, so firstly he was in, in prison. Bizarre. The but he was never. He was never. The story just gets more and more bizarre. 
So um, if if we see this guy, yes, and another maybe some guys in Ukrainian history who was nationalist, yes. Uh, can we talking about the Nazism in Ukraine? Uh, you you say to me, and this is funny, and not not only you say to me that Zelensky is Jewish, yes, yes, and uh, we have a, a big uh, big nation uh, populacy in our country. So not only Ukrainian, but a bunch of different uh, different nationalists. Yeah, we have nations, yes. So we have not not too many Russians uh, in our country, but we have Russians, we have Polish guys, we have uh, many guys from India, from uh, from other countries. So this is multinational country, and right. it's n- not the statement about the Nazis. Right. But the propaganda is a great thing. Yes. It's crazy. Have you seen it, it, the? Uh, it makes incident? it so hard to know what's going on. Say that again. Have you seen the incident on Russia TV with the so-called protest? No. No, maybe not. What should we you, look you, up? You can Google. There is a 15 seconds when uh, when the editor of the main channel of Russia came out oh, during the news yes. release. Yes, yes, with the poster "No to War," and and this is very interesting. Because uh, there was a statement that this is the provocation. Because in the uh, total censorship of Russia, there is no live broadcast on the TV shows, yes, on the news. So it's not, not the situation when girls just come in with the poster. And uh, what what did she do? She uh, shifted accents, and after that, uh, she showing sincere rep- repentance. She will, in fact, now be a martyr. Yes, and uh, maybe you heard about Macron uh, offers here political asylum. Yes, and somebody I heard about somebody. Uh, nominate here for the Nobel Peace Prize. Wait a sec, wait a sec. What would be, so you're saying that that this is likely staged as more Russian propaganda? Uh, uh, not, how, not, not only, uh, only I say, say about it, yes? Right. Statement, we don't know. Uh, yes. But how would that work? Not? Why would they do that? Why, I, I'm not sure the psychological, like, like what, what, what's the impl- implication of that? So from the U.S., what we see when we watch this, right, and, ev- and everyone mm-hmm. else, they're like, oh, my God, look, this is live Russian TV. And some lady came on and said no war. And what yeah, you're saying poor, is poor that lady, it's- yes. They want to protest, and but they can't. And two days, all media just talking about that. And it, that time, it's not changed. Uh, Ukrainian people dying, yes, uh, bombs and all the stuff. But we only see like this girl is uh, very good because uh, she is not one to war. So, but but I don't understand how that works. I like it. it why would Russia do that? That just makes them look bad, doesn't it? It's lo- it looks good, yes, uh, but uh, we can see this girl as a martyr now, yes? Right, yeah. Yeah, and she shifted accents from, from the terrible war for the poor Russian people who live in the country with uh, bad government. 
Yes. So uh, for the uh, first channel of Russia, this channel that uh, in the broadcast was the situation for for the government of this channel is the opportunity to say that we don't want beef with this government. Yes, we just uh, a kind of uh, democratism, yes, and want to show that something good happened on our channel. Oh, so you think that that station staged that, but not, but not with the government's per- permission? Yes, mostly. Okay. I think I think so, but it's it's not my opinion. I'm just right. uh, too much right. of news. Yes, right, right, right. We're just talking about thing that. But either way, you don't think it's authentic. Uh, you don't think most, that that was live and someone you, went you on know, there? And my first reaction was, "Oh, this great." I just dropped this video for all my friends, yes, and we discussed this. But uh, I saw the reaction on this. Uh, my reaction, reaction of, of my friends and all this stuff. And when we start to uh, read about it and we find all this information and we look that it's work on us and work on this uh, of all world. So, uh, so really, we live in the world when uh, you just come with the poster and uh, you know what's interesting? So she was in police, and all that she got, she got some some kind of uh, stuff. Yes, two hundred and fifty bucks for this. Yeah, yes. you would think uh, she would be killed, right? You would think she would be. Yes, you can watch on the streets of Russia when people go uh, on the protest with uh, only paper w- without nothing. Yes, and the the guys is stopped there and uh, and come to police after that so it it looks not very real oh man hey l- l- let me ask you some really practical questions um oh, how, how, are are you still able to get food you of course of course you, I tell you before that uh, in Odessa, it's uh, everything fine with the uh, food and all the uh, groceries is full with the food and all kind of stuff. So uh, the little problem that we have, it was in the first day in war when uh, all the people have panic and just smashed all the things from the groceries. Yes, but uh, it depends by region. So uh, I tell you about my mom's on the north of Ukraine, this Chernigov region. So there was a, a big, big problem. So now it's not, not a problem to have food in these days. But uh, for meat, for example, you must stay in the term. A big, big amount of people who want to get it, yes. So my mom to buy some meat staying by two and a half of hour yes wow so so it depends of the region in big cities now it's not a big problem but uh, in in some some regions as as i say uh, you can find this problem um how, how about mail do you guys get mail can i can i send you could i send you um like this these listerine strips can i mail this to you like what can i, uh, can I send you something yeah, there was a situation when I was to buy some uh, something. I, I tell you about it. A couple of weeks ago, I decided that uh, I to need get some this. condoms to get condoms. No, we no, don't have a problem with condoms. But I think okay. on the future, 
when when something goes goes bad and if i don't have electricity uh, but i have all kind of stuff on electricity yes so i buy uh, dry fuel uh, and the the thing that i can use for this fuel to uh, cook some eat yes oh yes and, okay and i want to uh, express post yes and i waiting two weeks for express post of this thing so it's it's possible but uh, you don't know how long can you wait for this and hey, if you want can you send me can you in whatsapp can you send me your address i want to try to mail you something okay i send you no problem yeah. that will be weird that'll be weird right if i send you something and you yeah but you you, you must you must be ready to by the way i wait for my uh, crossfit certificate level 1 certificate for four months i think yes they they sent me one and uh, and it was it not found yes and they sent me another one and only after that i get it so well, when was that? What year was that? When was that? It was in 2019. Oh, okay. And so that you got, was so great. you got one with Greg Glassman's signature. Yeah, I think yes, yes. Lucky man. Of course. <laughs> so it was a situation when I got my CrossFit uh, Master certificate, yes, and there was uh, it's already the Rosa's uh, era, yes. And yeah. I got the certificate with Glassman, uh, with Glassman, yes. And I uh, write to CrossFit HQ to ch change the certificate because I think it's not valid with the Glassman, uh, right? Wait, what did you say? You you asked for it without Greg's name? Uh, I I have the certificate with Greg's name, but oh, yeah, on, on on that time, yes. Uh, it's a not level one certificate. It's a master certificate. Oh, I have oh, oh. The, you yeah, took the, the master's course too. I took many courses of CrossFit. I like a uh, interesting person in this. Hey, where did you take the master's course at? I know we're way off topic. Where did you take that? Online. Oh, it's uh, you know available. Um, Matt Swift made that. Do you know who that is? No. The Australian trainer. I wonder if he's still with CrossFit. So uh, the situation, uh, I got my certificate. It was in period of time with all the shit with uh, Glassman happening when yeah. it, it started to uh, look bad, yes. And I think, is it is it normal that I got the certificate with Glassman, but without Eric? And I uh, write about it to CrossFit HQ and uh, they uh, send me a new certificate. With whose name like, on it? With Eric Rosa. Oh, I'm sorry. And now he's gone. Now he's got fired. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. You know, I was actually thinking um, the other day that to expect anything from CrossFit HQ, like as, as Ukrainian affiliates, mm. I mean, they, the, they're basically, it's like asking someone to help you um, uh, swim who's drowning themselves. Unfortunately, do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. But now, now I see only disappointment from the CrossFit HQ. Yeah. Maybe, uh, I should, but, maybe I should. Maybe I should make a Floyd nineteen shirt. A Floyd nineteen seven podcast shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there was a comments uh, 
after all this stuff starts, when we write to IHQ, when we post a lot of stories, a lot of posts about this, and somebody write in the comments, so so this is the Floyd 22. <laughs> with, with, the, with the crossfit, hey. yes. Hey, can you imagine? Can you imagine Russian sh soldiers um, sh sh shooting, and Ukrainian soldiers shooting soldiers shooting at each other, and then the Ukrainian soldier hits the Rus Russian soldier, and the Ukrainian yells, "I got him!" Him, and the Russian soldier, he's dead, but he opens his eyes and he says, "Not him, her." You know, he <laughs> used the right pronoun. Sorry, it's an American joke. It's an American joke. But I, I understand. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking nuts. My country's batshit crazy. Not a lot, a small amount, but they're making a lot of noise. Um, Yevgeny, so so you if you did you get do you get mail every day? Mm, yes, of course. You do. Interesting. It would be interesting to give your address out on the air and see what happens, see what people send you. Like, mm, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Some bombs, maybe. Yes. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Okay, well, I won't release it. But maybe give me an address somewhere. That would be interesting to see how that works. Okay, so you, the mail system works. Grocery stores work. Um, wh what currency are they using in your country right now? Are they still using? Wh what is the currency in Ukraine? What do you guys call it? It's Grivna. 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 It's everything works uh, that you say, but uh, uh, only in that cities that not occupation. Yes. Right. So we we have a lot of cities that uh, Russia already attacked, and they have their soldiers there. So this is a problem. And in that cities there is a big problem with the food. With the food, with uh, uh, some good stuff like uh, electricity yes and that guys just can can get out of that cities um, so you... uh, when i talk in last week about the mariupol and chernigiv so now mariupol is like the city of ghosts there oh. is uh, 95 percent of building is uh, destroyed yes and uh, many people dying and uh, near the 5,000 of people go from the Mariupol, yes. And uh, now it's just a, a disaster on that territory. 95% of the buildings in that town are, are destroyed? Uh, 85. 85, uh, holy shit. You, you, you can uh, watch on YouTube. I, I saw some video, and this is very horrible, like from the Silent Hill, the movie. Yeah, how, many, how many everything. people lived in that town? Uh, uh, we can hey, Google this. How, how so? So someone the other day was telling me was comparing Ukraine to Mexico. They were saying it's the second poorest country in Europe. Is you how is Ukraine? Like I like I have no I, I just assumed Ukraine was like just a regular country. Is is it is it a fucked up place? I mean, all the picture. Like, look at that. That looks just like the United States to me. That looks like San Francisco. <laughs> But 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 the way it's being described to me by some people is that it's like Mexico, and Mexico is not like the United States. Uh, I can tell that Ukraine is not like the United States, but uh, we have a lot of big cities. So uh, if you see how Odessa is, looks, it's a good, it's a modern city. city, modern city, yes, with a great building, with a great infrastructure, and we have uh, all this good system 
uh, from the uh, f first uh, countries in the world. So like uh, banking system, uh, so the economical process, all this stuff is go going well. So the logistic in Ukraine was great before before last month, yes. And, and, the, and the whole country is cold in the winter, right? There's you can't have a, the homeless problem like like Mexico, where people in Mexico, you can sleep outside all year round. You can't do that in Ukraine, right? There's no, no there's no spot. No. You would die, right? Uh, mostly, yes. Yeah. OK. But we have no problem with uh, uh, warm rooms in the winter uh, and everything was fine. <laughs> You know, it's uh, um, this is off subject a little bit, but you might find it interesting. I lived in a town called Berkeley, California, and there was a time when, when I was living there that the town to the left of me, Oakland, California, and the town to the right of me, Richmond, California, were like two of the murder capitals of the United States. There was so much killing going on there, violent killing, right, in the ghetto. Mm -hmm. But I never knew anybody that died because I don't hang out with those people. Just like I don't know anyone who died from – I don't know a single person who's died from coronavirus because I hang out with people who exercise and eat well, and I, I, don't, know any, I don't know anyone who participates in the lifestyle that would make you susceptible to death. But recently, yesterday, someone called me and told me that someone I know died of fentanyl overdose. You know what that is, fentanyl overdose? Mm -hmm. And and that's fascinating because supposedly um, we're having massive fentanyl overdoses in the United States, and that's coming from China, and that's the drug coming from China. And it's their way, way of I don't know if it's true, but they're claiming that it's their way of de declaring war on the United States by bringing fentanyl here and killing people, um, and 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 basically destroying our civilization through uh, drug addiction. But I found it fascinating because that means the fentanyl problem must be pretty bad. For, for someone in my circle to die from it. So, for whatever that's worth. Drug, uh, nearly 841,000 people have died since 1999 from a drug overdose. Is that in the United States? Yeah. Holy shit, that's crazy, dude. I know in West Virginia, they have literal billboards that say, uh, help your neighbor carry Narcan. Like, Narcan's the, the wow. antidote, if you will. So, you can, like... You can get Narcan over the counter in West Virginia, well, in certain states, because it's such a the opioid crisis is such a problem; it runs rampant. That's like when I was in Africa. There were in, in, even in these villages where there's like nothing. Everyone knows which hut, mud hut, has the uh, anti venom. So if you get bit by a cobra or a black mamba, like everyone knows. And you're saying in the United States they have that now for fentanyl overdose in Virginia. Everyone, yeah. oh, that house has it. Oh God, that's crazy. Yeah. My wife. Oh, gets so one, sorry, like, Evgeny. Like sorry, sorry so. to derail. My wife sees it over probably at least once a day, if not once a week. Overdose? Is yeah. that in the military hospital? No, just oh. like in the city. Wow. Sorry, Evgeny. Go ahead. Were you going to say something? Uh, I can tell you one uh, one story from my life from the beginning of the war. So all this time we're talking about a lot of uh, different things, but uh, when the war started uh, on the four days, I lost my uh, closest friend. And uh, it was a situation when he come from the my own city, from what uh, w when I was born, yes. 
he come to the Kiev to meet uh, his uh, girlfriend and go away from Kiev to the uh, another part of Ukraine. And when he rides on his car, he meet some troops and they shot from the tank. And so, fir firstly, we don't know. Uh, first day, we don't know where he he where he came. Yes, and then we start to searching for him. We start to posting some stories. Yes, with uh, his data and. Uh, Three hours, and somebody sent the video with him to his sister. So we all finding about him, and he was he was killed uh, with, from tank. Yes, and this is uh, some tragedy uh, of my war. So I live with this now, and uh, I know war not not only for from news yes and uh, hopefully i i don't have a bomb in Odessa now yes but but my family and his family and all all my friends know about this now and we don't have this is the guy that i uh, go to school with him and then we go together to the college and after that in the university yes and he was uh, in the france he was in the friends uh, legion you know this he French was yeah. he, he was there yes uh, he was there by uh by s 3 years i think yes he was but in the he, french foreign legion yeah holy shit and uh he came back because he has a problem he had a problem with uh, his knee uh and that was a month before war start yes and now he is gone so this is the reality of the war your best friend growing up was meeting his girlfriend in kiev to head away from the violence and on that journey he was killed by a russian tank or friendly fire ukrainian tank no that was a russian tank wow that was a cologne. Of, Why? Uh, Why of, would they do that? Why would they do that? They're, is that what they're doing? They're just killing civilians or they saw him as a threat? Does, do you have any more information? Do you know for sure? Has anyone recovered his body? Uh, his body laying there for seven days and there was not only his body. For for the last information from that place, we know that uh, 13 uh, bodies laying there and after after Russian troops is gone, yes, and uh, somebody can drive on the car and watch what what happened there. There is no bodies, and uh, they uh, know about uh, people who live in that that uh, village. Yes, that they they buried him uh, in their garden. So like that. So him and like the 13 Holy other people shit. that they found, they all buried him in their garden. Holy yep. shit. Wow. Have you talked to his parents? Mm, only with the sister. <sighs> and that was in the first four days. Yeah. It was in the last day of February. Wow. So like death. 
And uh, now someone's I want saying, ask Yevgeny if he knows what the DIIA app for in Ukraine. What's in the DIIA? What yeah, is that? Yeah, when we talk about the our uh, how we live in Ukraine, so we have DIA. DIA is the app that uh, you can uh, see your documents there. Yes, your driving license, your COVID certificate. You oh, can. Shit. Oh you shit! Oh shit! Right there to. Uh, oh shit! Who owns that? Who owns that? This is the digitalization program in our country. Yes, to have the country in your pocket, in your phone. Yeah, this is like a program from our government. So yeah, this is the it, shit we're terrified of in the United States. Holy shit! Wow. So you can uh, do many many things. Uh, so some some uh, bureaucratical things and and it's great it's uh, really it, useful it is useful is your money on there uh no not money but you don't need to grab your documents with you so you just show it on the, your phone hey, and, hey uh, Caleb when you go ahead go ahead Yevgeny sorry uh you can draw up the uh, any documents, some permits, yes, some uh, what you want for for the bureaucratic procedures, yes, with this sh shit. Hey, do people use cryptocurrency in Ukraine? Do Do you ever okay. see it? On um, this week, we have the law about uh, about officially crypto work in Ukraine now. So in the uh, this period, our government tried to do everything to move our country as far as they can. Maybe you heard about we now try to go in uh, European Union. Yes, and there is a good good chance that we already going so we start our journey from early 2000 and now we have this opportunity and nato say that uh, they don't want to work with us yes but this is not a problem i think now because because we work our military work uh, very good and maybe uh, some some time NATO wants to go for, to, to us, not we to NATO, but NATO to us. It's like a joke. <laughs> Let me ask you a crazy question. You ready? Mm -hmm. There's all of this money pouring into Ukraine now, right? They, well, at least that's what they tell us. They're saying that the United mm -hmm. States government has given in the last year $1.2 billion to Ukraine. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It, do you think that there's any chance that the whole um, war could be a cover-up to move money? The entire uh, war is a cover-up to move money. Does that sound like just we, completely insane to you, or you know, no, no. Every war is the opportunity for some people to get rich, and we know about it. Uh, maybe you know about the trucks uh, that uh, go into Russia, the truck with uh, with some food. I don't know some some uh, some of this stuff, and some country is sending to Russia the uh, helping now. So war is is for 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 somebody like uh, Ukraine. Yes, this is uh, horrible, and we like the victim. Yes, here. But for many other countries, it's like United the United States works all this history. Yes, 
they help in other countries to make wars and yeah. feel feel great. And what can you do with this? Are you asking me about our government? If well, they bring money and uh, for, for for their own, yes. Let, let let me put it to you this way. So I looked up based on company financial statements, the alliance estimate that Pfizer, Biotech, Moderna made pre-tax profits. This isn't revenue. Pre-tax profits of $34 billion this year. Now, the 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 CEO of Pfizer just came out a couple weeks ago and said that the first two shots um, hardly do anything, if anything at all. So he made they made thirty four billion dollars profit on something that that now they admit doesn't work. They admit uh, you can anyone who doesn't believe me, you can just go to my Instagram account. I, I have it on there. And you can see that the director of the CDC also say that the efficacy is 95 percent and that they got that information from CNN. Our Center for Disease Control got that information from our propaganda unit and that they said that they hoped it, that CNN was right. And you can see that on my Instagram, too. The, the, I mean, unless these are just amazing digital uh, uh, forfeits. So if they're willing to try to trick the whole country to take a vaccine in order to make $34 billion. I, I just wonder, I just wonder we're having something else weird happen here. Um, you, you know, it's, it's, it's weird how much the Ukraine Biden Trump and Biden's son have been involved with the Ukraine over the last three years. Right. I mean, it mm -hmm. is, it is, it is a weird, weird thing. And now finally our, our, our worst propaganda unit, the New York Times in this country, the one that just does all the damage, especially to poor people, um, to poor minorities, um, they are now saying that this laptop that Hunter Biden has is actually his laptop. And in that laptop, there's all sorts of bad stuff, right? Um, it's just weird. Something's going on that we don't know or or or. Or people are being very opportunistic at the same time. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but 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 something weird is going on at the cost of the people in your country. Something is not um, not clean. Yeah, something is not clean. Something's and 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 I and I let me ask you this. This is changing the subject quite a bit. But does does Putin plan on keeping the Ukraine? Uh, I'm listening today uh, one wise man. Yes, and he says that uh, his uh, main priority yes is to grab our land yes ukrainians is, he don't need ukrainian yes he wants just land so with the hate for our nation and uh, you see what's happening now he killing civilians by thousands yes by all the cities and uh, nobody can do something and uh, this is uh, free hands for Putin for do this. And uh, I think, yes, he wants to destroy Ukraine. And uh, I don't know what the purpose of all this shit. But we. Did you we know all... Hitler wanted Ukraine also? Did you, do you know about that? Yeah. Of course and do you know, know why he wanted Ukraine? Mm, because we're not clean nation like well, this. Well, he wanted he he was he was hoping to make Ukraine the farmland for Germany. 
mm-hmm. he wanted to, he wanted to grow organic foods and he wanted to kill all the people in Ukraine and take all their land and may it want he was paranoid because of cancer he had crazy cancer paranoia from what I've read and that he wanted Ukraine to grow organic food so that the people because you know that's when cancer was they were discovering a lot of things about cancer in the 30s and a lot of people were getting cancer and so he wanted a giant organic food farm for the people of Germany so they could eat healthy it's a trip mm-hmm. it's a trip so it's uh, not very bad idea we have a lot of good uh, ground yes in Ukraine so you guys are a wheat, co- a, a wheat country, right? Wheat is your primary crop? Wheat? Wheat. Is it wheat? No, not, not wheat. Oh, what uh, wheat. It? Yes. No, no, yeah. Wheat, yes. Yeah. I think about no, wheat. No, not, not wheat. <laughs> not wheat. That's California. Don't fuck with us. We got the best. Yevgeny, look. Shit is great. I don't smoke it. It's just a prop. Do you know what a prop uh, is? Yeah. I need it to send me. You want to send me something? <laughs> <laughs> I would send you this. I would. I will send you this. Hey, is is it legal in your country? No, of course not. We're working oh. by this, but uh, now it's not legal. Oh. Oh. Um, oh yes. <laughs> do you do you do you do you like doing these calls? Uh, is this what? a pay? Is this? Are you okay doing these calls? Is this? Does this put you in any threat doing these calls with me on a weekly basis? Any danger? Any heartache? Any trouble? You know, it's strange, but uh, every time we're talking with you, it's no uh, air alarm. So uh, I told you uh, hour before this, we have some salute with the, our uh, air air system works. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but. Maybe I'm in headphone and I can hear something yeah. on this. I'll street, tell but... you if I hear it. I'll tell you if I hear it. <laughs> yeah. So so it's worked good because uh, when I show my training classes, yes, uh, usually I go to the basement and there is we have internet now, so I uh, can have the training there because it, it, it was. Uh, several of times when I go with the with this phone, yes, and with the men from Poland, uh, I, I go underground and have my training there. What man from Poland? I have uh, a couple of uh, clients, clients from. Oh, yes, I have clients from Germany, from Poland. Uh, early, I trained with the guy from London. So th- there is a good geography. Yeah, you can see this on the photo. Uh, this is, oh, uh, uh, first on the picture is a guy from uh, Austria, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. And, and look what he's wearing. That's what I, That's how I think Austrians dress too, like in some day glow 1980s. No, uh, he, he is Ukrainian, dark, Ukrainian student who, uh, yeah. yes, who live in Austria now. So oh. it's mostly Ukrainian people. Uh, the girl in the lower right-hand corner looked hot. Um, I um, I, I'd like to I'd like to keep doing this. Hey, is it summer there yet? Is it winter? Is it spring there? Uh, we have spring already, but it's uh, not very warm now. Uh, it's uh, like a f- five degree. Okay. Like, says not Fahrenheit. Yes, we use oh. the Celsius system. 
Okay. Uh, hey, and what size shirt are you? Are you a large? What? What size shirt are you? Are I'm you a large? the M M. Medium. Oh. You want to send me a shirt? Yeah, I'm gonna send you a shirt. Oh, this is great. Great. Gonna, gonna a medium. I think I have an extra medium too. That's I like this stuff. I watched the video when uh, the 22.3 was announced, and you're sitting in the rich running shirts and you're joking about it. I, I was very loud. In. <laughs> about the 10, 10 rich running shirts from yes. Reebok. I have 10 what? from each year. They're, they're, I wear them every day. That's after I work out and I shower and I'm like resting for the night, I put on my froning shirt. I said, that's no joke. Every this night is, for the, probably the last great for recovery, yes. seven years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, my friends ask uh, me, uh, are you training? Have you do something? Yes. What, what what do you, oh this is a great biceps yeah <laughs> thank you, thank you. just a strict muscles and and, and deadlifts you are doing crossfit yes don't make strict. me show you <laughs> he just does strict muscles and deadlifts strict muscles and deadlifts i uh yeah 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 um, i you know what i do i'm old i'm 50 i just turned 50 evgeny so i um i do a lot of time on the assault bike I do. I've, I've started doing a more heavy lifting again. Like I probably didn't mm -hmm. do bench press for many years. I started doing bench press again. Um, I do a lot of weighted pull-ups. Um, I do a lot of uh, front squatting, but I usually use like a D ball. I don't do heavy. Mm -hmm. I just use like a 40 or 60 pound D ball. Oh yeah. I did here. I did 50 burpees, uh, two days what ago time? in a minute and 57 seconds, 50 burpees. Minus it for Fifty-seven seconds. Yeah. Great yeah. Uh, and and you see all the, I do a lot of negative um, bar muscle ups. So you see the kids' gymnastics set back there. Mm -hmm, I jump mm -hmm. to the top and I do slow, um, slow uh, negative to where I come underneath. I do a lot of L sits. Great. Uh, and then you see down here, I have a mace now. I, I had the flowing Dutchman as a guest. You see in the corner, there's a mace. You see that? Uh -huh. I've been starting to use the mace to help on coordination. So uh, I I hope my father watched this video now. Uh, hi, <laughs> hi, father, and he just uh, just turned fifty four two days uh -huh. ago. Yes, and he also trained. Yes, I tried to move him to the CrossFit, but he is old, old kind stuff. Yes, he uh, like just push ups. Uh, have some air squats and uh, not move weight now. Uh, but he was a former weightlifter. Early. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I want you to. I want him to start do more stuff with the uh, work on the joints. Yes, work yeah. with the stretch and yes, uh, that kind of stuff that he need now. Yeah, I try to do a lot of. Uh, I try to. I, I mean, I not try to. I stretch every day also. I mean, you know what? You know what? It's good is when you have things you can do. People are going to rip me up for this, but things you can do like um, at the same time. So like anytime you're not doing, um, stretching can be done whenever if you're on Instagram and you're sitting in a chair, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Sit on the floor yeah. and start stretching while you're on Instagram. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Like and do like this. Yeah, yes. Yes. All that stuff, all that stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
And and it's it's um it's the same with um if I'm gonna I would when I when I do research, let's say I was gonna watch a movie on Ukraine or I was gonna watch some videos, I wouldn't I would even if it was ten o'clock at night, I wouldn't sit down and watch it in my living room. I would go to my garage, turn on the TV, and get on the assault bike. Because I need to because I need to be I need to be doing multiple things. Not always. When I watch my kids, when I play tennis with my kids, when I at the beach with my kids, I just focus on that. But there's other times when things can be done in tandem to 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 sort of best utilize your time. And being on my phone, I I feel like I should always be doing something else than just being on my phone. I mean the phone's just it's like it's like candy. This is a great statement because uh now we have a, a, a trouble with uh, scrolling, yes? Yeah. Because uh, you, every time, this, this is... Uh, I, I try never, ever uh, to scroll. I'm always this, looking for guests for the podcast. We, we all tired for, from this shit, yes? But uh, yeah. uh, all guys nervous, yes? We're sitting and waiting for something bad, yes? And do nothing. And this is a problem. And when I start to talking about my online classes now, so I try to move people and say that, guys, if you be active, this uh, world that you uh, say now, so you, you don't need to just stay, sit on the chair and scrolling. You can do some stretching. You can do some walk if you don't have a bombs on your window, yes, and, and other stuff. So I try to uh, have the goal for me now to move more people who uh, have a bad situation now with, with this, who, who can do this, yes? I don't talk about people who sit in and can't can find something to eat, but for, for those who just wait for, for the bombs, yes, we must do something, guys, and uh, stand up and do some joint warm-up. Yeah, practice your okay. handstands. Practice, start getting the splits. Yeah, I agree. Um, Yevgeny, do we, I, I would like to keep doing this with you on Sundays if you're game. Yeah, great, great. Okay, I, okay. and I know I I'm moved the time on this. you. I I moved the time on you, and I appreciate it. No, no, it's not a problem. Okay, it's a Sunday. Yes, I'm mostly free. By the way, today I got a keys from my gym. Yes, uh, I I meet the administrator and uh, just uh, bring the keys. And I was in the gym today, do some snatches and move some weight. It was great. But uh, after three weeks on do some uh, only uh, body weight work, it was too hard and was uh, terrible. But I'm happy. Of good. course, I'm happy. It's a lot of uh, good stuff. So, is the, yeah, is, yeah. Has the, is the stress, are, are, do you think the stress is going away? It's getting worse? Or, or you're getting used to it, the stress of being in a war zone? Of course it's going away because it's the hour when I forget about the phone. I know my program. I want to do something uh, good and perform with a good form. Yes, right. and you're doing good warm-ups. Yes, you're thinking about the lift. You're thinking about the grip, about all this kind of stuff. And, of course, you, your head is just uh, staying free and clean after that. So uh, it's the first reason why you should train in in bad situation. If if something bad happening and you don't know what to do and you just sit in and crush yourself with these crazy thoughts, just uh, try to do something active. Words of wisdom. All right, brother. Sorry. Go ahead. 
No, no, uh, I'm okay. just listening to you. Yeah. Okay. So, um, same time next week. Okay, great. Be waiting okay. for this. And thank you, guys. It was uh, hard, but uh, a good conversation. Uh, I'm happy that I can talk about the uh, nationalism, not nazism. And I hope uh, people who watch this can understand something and if you have some questions you can you can use google and uh, open sources yes yeah, so you can ask me i'm not a great expert but uh, i try to to uh, say something about that and do not uh, believe in propaganda uh, try to uh, look in information of different kind of sources and uh, only after that made your statement about this, not from the word of some somebody who uh, who talk from uh, from whom's, yes, like this. From who? From what? Hoobs? Hoops? From, from uh, other people who want to uh, make bad things in uh -huh. the in the future, yeah. Thank you everyone for tuning in.